from KQED. If you park your car in San Francisco, chances are pretty high that at some point, you've been hit by the smash and dash. This week's question asker, Elizabeth Heller, had her car broken into a few years ago. I left my bag on the floor in the back seat. And when she got back from dinner, it was gone. It took me for a while that I was like, someone like stole my stuff. That's, you know, not cool. The Bay Area is experiencing an insane epidemic of car break-ins right now. San Jose had about 5,000 in 2017. Oakland had twice that, 10,000. But it's San Francisco where things are the worst. 30,000 car break-ins just last year. That's triple the number the city had in 2010. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Founded in 1980, it's still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And still the pale ale that sparked a craft beer revolution. Sierra Nevada, still the one. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. A young correctional officer. He said it was the most dangerous prison in California. Forced to make a choice. Fulfill his oath or back his fellow officers. Recognize the badge of my office. I'm Suki Lewis. From KQED Podcasts comes On Our Watch Season 2, New Folsom. A story about who gets hurt when the system that promises to keep us safe is bent on protecting itself. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Elizabeth wants to know... What steps is the city taking to combat this problem? Is anything being done or is it just like, you know, a reality that this happens every day? I'm Olivia Allen-Price. This week on Bay Curious, we're going deep on car break-ins. This will stop a bullet from going through? Uh-huh. Or will it just That's like... That's what it's supposed to do. <laughs> Reporter Sarah Craig is getting ready for a ride-along with Sergeant Steven Spaniolo. I'm at the Central Police Station in San Francisco, getting Velcroed into a bulletproof vest. Okay. I'm going undercover. Okay. Okay. So what we'll do, uh, we'll grab my stuff here and we'll get rolling. Okay? okay. We hop in Spaniolo's unmarked car as the sun starts to set and head towards the crooked section of Lombard Street. As you can see, broken glass. Broken glass. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. The area is a hot spot because of all the tourists. What are you looking for? Right now, driving out, I'm looking for people looking into cars, uh, cars driving slowly. Suspects will back into spots instead of pulling into spots so they can drive out faster. Most of the break-ins are the work of organized career criminals. They operate in their cars and usually have paper license plates so they can't be tracked down. I'm looking for cars that have committed burglaries in the last couple weeks. If we see one, we know they might be up to no good. The burglars normally work in crews of two to five. Some estimate that 70 to 80 percent of all break-ins in the city are done by these crews, sometimes taking just 30 seconds to get the job done. More happen uh, with the crews. I would say more um, just because they're so active. Yeah, they're lighting up a car right now. So right now they're looking into a, like how I described, with the flashlight, looking into a car. There's a hit right here. Uh, confirmed hit. So they broke into a car. Careful, Elder. They might start circling around. What's your course of action? Depends on what town, how this car drives, and what we can do here. Really fast. Uh, get ready to get one or two. 
We have our 12 car down by uh, Golden Gate left. So one of our Tenderloin units is sitting in the area of Golden Gate and uh, Leavenworth waiting uh, to see if our suspect vehicle from just now goes down there to try to sell the stuff they might have stolen. The sergeant tells me there are two big open-air markets where car thieves sell off your stuff once they've stolen it. One is in Soma at Market and 7th. The other is in the Tenderloin at Golden Gate and Leavenworth. This is hard. This is really hard. <laughs> Because it's like they keep doing it and you can't even catch them. No wonder there's so many break-ins, right? Yeah. Uh, Lights out again. He's using his light to look in. A block away, another suspect uses his phone to look inside a car. He's reaching in and he's got a uh, bag heading back to the car. We turn around fast, dodging traffic in an oncoming cable car. Remember, we're in a normal-looking car. No sirens, no lights. That's our car, right? Do you want us to take them? I got a fresh green. I got no cover. The car, do you want us to take them? You went right past us. We're in the black and white. Do you want us to take them or not? While it's tempting for Spagnolo to say go for it, he can't encourage a high-speed car chase. There you are. All right. Got it? So stay here. I need to stay here. I'll be right back. I want to see what's going on, but I'm not allowed to get out of the car. No, just stay in the car, okay? What I can see is a group of police officers huddled in a circle. Then two men lean against the hood of a car, hands behind their backs. The suspects stole two coach purses. So? I really saw it happen, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Officers observed the subjects break into a car, steal something. Uh, we followed them around. We were able to follow, uh, keep a close surveillance on them. Yeah. Keep an eye on them until we had an opportunity to uh, attempt to take them into custody, and we were able to. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was intense, man. Yeah. <sighs> but the problem is, this almost never happens. In reality, the police only make arrests in 2% of the total break-ins reported. There are a few theories why thieves are targeting your car. One is that the city is pretty dense. Cars are packed close together. Another is there are a lot of tourists who leave their stuff in their cars. But the main theory for why car break-ins are up is because what we leave in our cars has gotten more expensive. Burglars once stole CD players. Now, they steal laptops. Regardless of why it's happening, it's a huge source of pain for the residents and the politicians. Yes, I mean, this has been a epidemic in San Francisco for years. And so, it, you know, residents have been outraged, as they should be. That's Supervisor Hillary Ronan. She represents the Mission District, where car break-ins went up 47% last year from 2016. She says the police used to have a team of officers who patrolled for car break-ins throughout the city. But Chief William Scott disbanded it last summer. And she supported the move. I was happy because it wasn't helping my neighborhoods that I serve. And we need that sort of focused attention at every district station. In its place, Ronan, along with Supervisor Norman Yee, pressured the chief to put officers focused on car break-ins at every police station. And just last month, he did. The good news is there will be at least one person whose full-time job it is to focus on these crimes. That's at least one full-time person at each station. Ronan says there will be four stationed in her district. So that's at least 15 officers across the city dedicated to break-ins. But will it make a difference? If you really want to stop your car being broken into, 
maybe you should take a tip from a car burglar. I'm, I'm, I think I was one of the best, of the best, to do what I was doing. You don't want Cornelius to broke really into cars for 30 before. years, and he literally fell into the business. He was out drinking with his brother. We're leaning on against the car and fell right through it. Fell right through it. What do you mean you so, fell right through it? How did you I do fell that? fell right through it because we were drinking and I was leaning on the car. And my hand was on it and we were laughing. I must have pushed my hand through it and fell right through the window. <laughs> it was a straight accident. Cornelius was 19 at the time. He only gave me his first name. I liked it. It was easy. I didn't have to work or anything. I always had money in my pocket. And um, it pays the bills. And I didn't have to work. It only took 15 minutes for the whole day. We're standing on a busy street in Soma right next to my car. So say you're going to break into my car. What are you looking for and what are you going to do? If I was going to break into your, this car right here, I wouldn't be wearing shoes. I wouldn't be dressed like this. I would have on exactly a sweatsuit or tennis shoes. Definitely would have on a hoodie. And say, yeah, your purse here and the computer back there. I'm going to walk by and I'm going to walk by your passenger seat. Then I'm come back to your back window, take on my spark plug. I'm going to break your window. Just wind it up. And I just throw it right here at the center of your window. Just pop it right here. Not too hard, not too soft, and your whole window's going to cave in. He's talking about using a car spark plug. It's made from ceramic, and since ceramic is denser than glass, it breaks the window. A lot of burglars nowadays use a rescue safety tool designed to break your window if you're trapped inside. All this takes like 30 seconds. You grab the bags and everything, and I'm off. Cornelius was making about $100 to $200 a night, and that was back in the 80s. Then, when he turned 27, he started stealing the whole car. He would make upwards of $2,500 a night. If I'm going to break into it, hey, why not take the whole damn car? He was stealing cars to support his drug habit. He did it so much and for so long that he would get orders from the chop shops to steal certain cars. And it wasn't just in the Bay Area. It can be from L.A. to Baja and uh, all the way up to Mount Lassen. Never out to state. I never, never got to state. Cornelius stopped stealing cars about four years ago. He was caught selling drugs twice in two days and decided he was done being a criminal. I got caught selling drugs one day. Two days later, I got caught again. <laughs> That's not funny. It's, but it's hilarious. Just tell me you're not successful. Huh? And I couldn't stop laughing in the courtroom. I said, I'm sorry, I'm going to do something else. I'm going to work. Come on, Sarah, you got to give it us money. <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh at how much he was laughing about it. But really, I was shocked. I couldn't believe he got caught for selling drugs, but never for stealing cars. I asked him if he had any tips for how to avoid getting your car broken into. You shouldn't be leaving nothing inside of your car in the first place. And um, if you protect your windows, your car is guaranteed not to get broken into. Get your windows tinted and get them alarmed. Avatel, the, the Python, the Viper, these are car alarm systems that can actually be put on your window. He says the alarm systems can alert your phone, so you'll know immediately if someone has broken your window. Also, never put anything in your trunk if you're going to walk away from it, because somebody's watching you. Just like you're looking around, somebody's also looking around. And it might be me. And that's a bad situation altogether. Reporter Sarah Craig. This topic hit close to home for us this week. As we were editing the story, a KQD intern had his car window smashed while he was pumping gas in Berkeley. The thief snatched his backpack and drove away within seconds. The suspect was driving a silver two-door sedan with no license plates. Thanks to Elizabeth Heller, who asked this week's question. If there's a question that's been on your mind, head over to baycurious.org and send it our way. 
This podcast would not be possible without you. So thanks for listening, for sending us your questions, and for helping us tell the stories that need to be told each week. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Olivia Allen Price. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play March's trivia game? Every month, we'll read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a sweet prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is... This Bay Area high school holds the longest winning streak in high school football. They won 151 games in a row between 1992 and 2004. What is the name of the school? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey, John Favreau here. There's no shortage of political takes in 2024, but quantity doesn't cut it. We need a better conversation about the latest biggest election of our lives. On Pod Save America, me and my co-host cut through the noise to help you figure out what matters and how you can help. Every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, Pod Save America is breaking down the political news that makes us laugh, cry, and snap our laptops in half. Expensive year for laptops. Make sure to check out new episodes of Pod Save America on your favorite podcast platform or our YouTube channel now.